See, I know you aren't ready. Mike, I'm check, ready to check. go, man. I'm ready to go, man. Trash Talk Radio. Coming at you live on MP3 from high on a hill above beautiful Lake Washington. My name is Lestro, and with me, as always, is the guru. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And you know how this goes. We're here to talk a little trash on the week's worth of sports. I don't know anybody except the guru, and the guru knows all. Man, I know just a little something, something, man. Just a little something, man. Guru, it is episode number 83, and the real NBA season kicked off today as free agency opened and the dominoes began to fall. KD and Kyrie are teaming up in New York. No, the other team in New York. The Celtics signed Kemba. The Sixers re-signed Tobias and signed Al Horford, but lose Jimmy Butler. D'Angelo Russell goes to Golden State, and we haven't even talked about Kawhi Leonard yet. Who won? How bad did the Knicks lose? And how does this reshape the NBA going into next season? It's a free agency frenzy on Trash Talk Radio. Plus, you know we got a two-minute drill. Guru, episode number 83. Let's roll. <laughs> All right, Guru, so let's set this up here. It is uh, it is Sunday night. We uh, we know that we did a, we went a little long last week, and we got a week off coming up. But with the free agency started, we had to try and jump in here and make sure we get a show in mm-hmm. uh, episode number eighty-three. So this will be uh, this should be relatively quick. It is our our, our I, we say that every time. I know, I know, you'll laugh at me. Uh, and uh, but it is our NBA draft or draft NBA uh, free agency <laughs> kickoff here because the real season in the NBA has begun and it is almost over. Uh, Guru, who's our champion? It's finally here. It is finally here. The season I've been waiting for since the tip off of the of the preseasons. You know, the preseason actually give the rings. Yeah, I understand that. But this is what makes the NBA one of the most talked about sport in the world. It's this type of thing. This is what makes the NBA dramatic. You know, this is, if you want to put it like on a TV show, the NBA is like the real housewives. The NBA is like the Kardashians. They're real TV show. They're like the Bachelorette. Bachelorette, the Bachelor, man. We want to want all that drama. And the winner right now, right now, at least in the finals of the winner, who's right now, who's almost up there winning it, is the Brooklyn Nets. You see, we almost showed our age. I was almost said the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> you know, I'm like, new, nah, it's the Brooklyn Nets. Thanks, Brooklyn Jay-Z. stand up, boy. I'm talking about they shoot, and it was nothing but Nets. Guru, this is the uh, the real a- NBA season here. This the, And this did play out like a television show, man. We knew this was coming. It was uh, 6 p.m. East Coast, 3 p.m. West Coast. And it was one of those, like, we had the, the TVs ready to go. They've been tampering it all up for the past uh, for the past week, making sure everybody knows where they're going to be to make sure there was uh, television. Adam Silver got it on lock, man. Knows knows what we want. This has dominated the, the sports news all week. Uh, this is the only... The only one that's like this, that the free agency, they let it build for a little while, and then it's just, they get the whole weekend, they get the whole day, uh, and I'll tell you what, this was a crazy one. This reshapes the league, both both conferences, this reshapes the league for years to come, man. The, the East, especially the Northeast, 
is a completely different division and uh, and uh, everybody's going for it man especially those Brooklyn Nets who uh signed the pair up of of Kevin Durant and and Kyrie Irving and brought DeAndre Jordan along for for good luck to create their big 3 in Brooklyn this is a team that uh, surprised their way into the uh, into the playoffs this year. They're way ahead of schedule. They've had some terrible decisions. Man, this is a hell of a team up. Uh, uh, KD and Kyrie. Now it'll be a year. It'll be at least a year before we see KD obviously on the floor, and then it'll probably be at least a half year before we get to see anything that looks like KD on the floor. But this is a hell of a team up in Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn, stand up. Brooklyn, stand up. And for somebody like you. Who went through the process your way? How do you feel about the way Brooklyn processed? You know, I, I it's you know, it's a good question because it, it gets to the heart of fandom, kind of in that sense of would you rather see the guys come up and root for them, or do you want to bring in dudes? Because if you're a Brooklyn fan, nobody that you rooted for as part of your team is still going to be there. D'Angelo Russell, who is uh, ostensibly your star, is headed to Golden State. Was the late news that came in? They're going to sign and trade. He's going to end up uh, taking KD's place. They're going to essentially swap those two uh, out there. So you get a whole new team. You're really just rooting for the jerseys. But at the same time, that's a good team to root for. They're going to be there for a couple years. So are you rooting for, what, what as a fan, are you rooting for a championship? At what team or what players or what front office gives you the best? What does your coach and front office do or your ownership does to give you the best chance as a championship? Or do you want a homegrown build, you know, a process that takes uh, so long and that might not happen or uh, like the Buffalo Bills for example that like we were talking off here do you want that type of process or are you looking for a process that the Cowboys or the 49ers that you bring a Deion Sanders now guess what we got somebody who's going to help us well, go win the Super Bowl football's a different game you get a quarterback any year is anybody's game if you've got a quarterback you know like once the teams get their quarterback locked in it really could be it, once you get to the tournament that is the playoffs and the injuries could be anybody's game even this year in basketball we saw that uh with the the, the way the east played out the, the sixers are within four bounces uh, of uh, potentially beating the eventual champions to go through we all thought this was a lock last year even with Kawhi going to the raptors we all thought it was a lock for the warriors uh to go through i personally like the grind i like seeing the players come up i'm um, i'm an old guy i can uh, i can see the perspective i i trusted the process i liked it because it was a plan it was the longest view in the room you know we collected guys i it killed me it killed me when we got rid of covington and uh and sarich to bring in jimmy butler who by the way walked i said at the time if he leaves that's a wasted trade that is a wasted fucking trade we wasted robert covington and dario Saric on a half season to jimmy butler who was spectacular in the playoffs but wasted for you know like it, that it was a championship or resign or bust and that's a bust and i would rather have covington and Saric back than that half year of butler who is now headed to miami uh so I don't know, man. I, I would I would rather root for those two guys even in, you know, there. If they trade Embiid, I want to root for Embiid because I'm rooting for the guy. I'm root, I want to root for the team as opposed to just the shirt. Then again, if I were a Nets fan and they did this, I would be like, let's go get a ring and we'll see you at the oh, parade. So, and- for, so if the whole process, and we're not, I might be going on a tangent, the whole process is doing, 
I thought you were rooting for a team so they could help win a championship. Yeah, the goal is a championship, uh, obviously. You want to get the championship, and you've got to get the stars and find the stars and then build around them. And uh, that was the whole goal, was to get the pieces in the draft because Philly is not necessarily a, a free agent destination. Get guys in the draft to build your team around while you have them under control. Brooklyn is is they're like LA did they're bringing in the team and it's a different it's a different approach to to going for a championship Toronto kind of a halfway move where they had their team and brought in a couple of key piece guys to to help lead it but uh I don't know man I I would rather root for a team that grinds and root for them year after year and watch them get better at the same time if my team all of a sudden was a championship caliber team and it hadn't been for a couple years I would be rooting for that team and I'm not going to lie about that Absolutely. So what we're saying, the Nets, once again, because we always got to talk about the Sixers, the Nets did an outstanding job. Outstanding. Outstanding, outstanding job as far as not only making the, the Knicks look like they're not worth a damn, but well, oh my God, instantly, instantly making them a must watch because I do think Kyrie and K do. I do think their style of play do work well. And I do think the name of basketball now is you got to get buckets. So there's going to become a situation just like Kawhi did, um, the, the Raptors did. You do have a nice team, but there's going to be a situation where you need to get a bucket. You need a guy that's going to make those four bounces. I don't care if you have five. No, you need guys that Fuck could you. do that. So basically um, – the Brooklyn Nets are saying when it comes to that situation, we have two of the best guys in the world that when they're both healthy on the court together, that when we need that bucket, we know for sure no one else in the league has those two type of lethal combination. So when you think about this, man, because that's the other part of this, you got to put the team together, but then you got to see if the chemistry works when they get out on the court. Do you think this one works? Or do you like this pairing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You could never go wrong with, with uh, as far as people that could put um, buckets. You could never go wrong. So basically, every time you wake up as a coach for Brooklyn, you know you're basically getting 55 to 65 points already walking into the arena. So now you just got to get a bunch of four or five guys that could get you 50, 60 more points. And that's, that's how you do it. You know you're getting 50 to 60 points with two guys already, guaranteed every week, every time you come in, to get in, a, in a court. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is a pairing that's going to win a championship, uh, I, this three here in Brooklyn. Uh, and I'm not just saying that as a Sixer fan that I think they're getting away. Uh, I don't... Uh I don't know that this is. I don't. I don't know if that's a pairing that works. I'm. I'm curious to see how KD and Kyrie pair up and play together on the floor. The Nets are deeper, so that eventually they didn't lose anything. They didn't lose no one. D'Angelo Russell. I mean, like that's that's a key. That's a key that's piece. That's one they, guy, but they made. They got two for they'll one. They'll fill him in for that. I know. Uh, but I don't know. I, we'll see. They kept everybody else. Everybody else on the roster. They were an eight seed, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> eight seed, everyone on the roster with Kyrie and KD. They weren't an eight seed. They were uh, they were higher than that. Eight or seven, either way, with Kyrie and KD, I, I think those guys would be better than eight seed. Well, keeping it in the in the East for a second, let's talk about uh, the the rest of the East. Uh, the other big move here is uh, is Kemba Walker mm -hmm. uh, replacing Kyrie in Boston. Kemba Walker coming up from the uh, from Charlotte to uh, to take over in Boston. What do you do? You like this move? It seems like the Celtics and Brad Stevens have a certain type of of guard they they, they like. They certain you know if it's like a woman, he have a certain type of style. You know, a certain style of look he has. Uh, even the backup with Terry Rozier, who he had before, 
from the Isaiah Thomas, taking it back to the Isaiah Thomas, going to the Kyrie, and now the Kimber Walker. He likes those combo guards, those guards that could score, those guards that could make their own shots, those guys that could penetrate. Basically, he likes those, you know, those athletic one or two guards. So those two, those those, those combo twos. And Kimber, I love Kimber. I think Kimber is a big time player. I love watching that guy I play. I think Kimber has been a big time player, but he not had just we haven't seen that opportunity. I don't think Kimber when he has a mo- when the moment is there. I think Kimber is a bo- moment guy, just like we saw Kyrie did it with LeBron with that shot, and he became that moment guy. I think Kimber when he has the opportunity to play on a team that that's really successful around, they have a successful players and personnel around him. We're really going to see when he shines. He did this in college. We all remember what Kimber did at UConn in college. He led. He shined with the brightest when the lights are on. And I think Kimber being in the Boston, in the gardens, in the gardens, oh, man, I think he's personally, I think he's a better player than IT, and I think he's a better fit than Kyrie. So eventually this is one a great, great move for Boston, and this is how you come back from the debacle and dysfunctionist with the Kyrie situation, this is exactly how you bounce back. Yeah, big loss uh, on on Boston's part, losing Al Horford for them, who's going to play in Philly for the next couple of years, and I have no idea how that's going to work, so we'll see how that goes down. Uh, moving to Philly, but a great pickup. I agree with you on Kemba coming in. I think that I think he is a great fit with those kids that they had. That uh, Remember, two years ago, Boston... Boston looked like world beaters, man, and they didn't have Kyrie and they didn't have Gordon Gordon Hayward, uh, and the kids were really playing. Kyrie came back and 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 Hayward uh, came back and was a shell of who Hayward was. But I expect him to be better this year. You know, you build the year on. I will be a lot closer to who Gordon Hayward was this season. If he makes any kind of improvement with the kids that were there and Kemba Walker. That's a better team, I think, than the one with uh, with Kyrie Irving. That is that's a sneaky move by Danny Ainge right there too, pulling that one off. I, that is a not I I don't I don't want to play him as much as I'm going to have to now either. That's Kemba Walker. I get to see him more often, but uh, but not play that. So that's uh, the Celtics. Now the Sixers are they lose JJ Redick, who goes to play with uh, with Zion in uh, in New Orleans. And, and the kids and the Laker kids in uh, in New Orleans in Nolens, and uh, they pick up Al Horford, and it looks like they're going to get uh, Josh Richardson in the sign and trade for Jimmy Butler. They re-sign Tobias Harris uh, for the long term big money max contract. He's there for the long haul. Uh, uh, what do you think of the Sixers move here? The Sixers really. Addition by subtraction or subtraction by addition, however you want to call the math, uh, the arithmetic in this situation. I think they position themselves very well. Uh, um, I think they made a decision. Is is a Ben and and um, Joel? It is, is the Ben team. and Joel show. Is their show, and it's a it's a good decision they have to make. Um, I think Tobias is a shooter. I think another year of him being comfortable with all those guys, a full a full year with them. Um, Tobias is a productive guy. You know what you're going to get with him? He's a productive guy. He's an efficient guy. So I think the Philly is actually going in, in my opinion, as the favorite in the East. You know, I said that last year, and I'm going to say it again. Um, I think Joel's going to grow up a little bit. Ben is going to grow up. We're going to see a different type of team that's coming in. And I feel like the way the everything is structured, especially with the injury and right now we thought Brooklyn is really where they're supposed to be. This is going to be that one year of where Philly has that opportunity to really take that next step. 
yeah, establish themselves, get the experience they need to hold off that KD Kyrie team that's coming uh, in the following years. I uh, I like Philly's move here. I like Tobias Harris when he was on the team. Uh, when we got him, I, that was the trade that I liked bringing him in. We need that shooter. Paying him a bit much uh, that I'd like, but uh, I would rather him than Butler. You know, I was uh, not a fan of Jimmy Butler on the team uh, to begin with. I think it's a, a great addition by subtraction. Philly being the prohibitive favorite going in, I agree with, but that's because they're still they're getting Al Horford. I, again, I don't know how they're going to play with Horford and Embiid, but uh, I look forward to seeing how it goes down because that's a lot of money for a backup center. So you know he's got to be in there somewhere on the starting five, you know, and with Josh Richardson too. That's a Sixers team I'm going to enjoy watching. Uh, hopefully they'll still have T.J. McConnell because that's the other thing that we need to keep there. On that one, but uh, as a prohibitive favor going in, I say prohibitive because we haven't talked about really the big piece, the big question mark of the offseason that has not fallen, that we don't know where it's fallen, is Kawhi Leonard, uh, NBA Finals MVP, uh, one year superstar in Toronto, took that team to the championship. Kawhi Leonard still dangling out there, man. Uh, if he signs in, in Toronto, you have to make them the favorite, right? Absolutely. The favorite in the, in the East, absolutely, absolutely. Because everybody will be coming back, a, a, a healthier choir. And like I said, with that gap period right now, with that KD and Kyrie really being fully throttled. So, yes, the Raptors will be the absolutely favorite. But as you see, this is a typical choir. And one thing... Uh, just this analyzing this situation, you would think in my in my in my head I would think Kawhi is gone because if it's if he wanted to stay in Toronto, this situation this decision would have been quicker. If it's somewhere you wanted to stay, I think because you already been there, you already feel there, you already won a championship there. I think all that would have been easier to stay. But the longer the process goes, I think that's when it's more clear that you really don't want to stay in Toronto. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that entirely because he's got the max contract opportunity in Toronto. He's got the he's got the big money. They can offer more money for longer terms than anyone else. If he wants to stay, he's already got the deal, you know? Like, it's there. They've offered him half the city. He'll never have to pay for food again. He'll never pay for drinks again. He doesn't have to pay for housing again. Uh, he's just, he would be king of Toronto, uh, Kawhi Leonard, king of Toronto. The fact that he's taken meetings with the two teams that we haven't mentioned yet, the biggest market in the country, the L.A. Lakers and L.A. Clippers, neither one of whom we've talked about here today for making a splash in free agency, if he's taking meetings with both of them, I got to assume that he's he's not in on uh, on Toronto. So let's talk about the uh, the Clippers and the Lakers because we haven't heard about what the Lakers have done yet. They of course picked up AD in the trade and fucked everything up on their salary cap because uh, it got played on timing to uh, to blow their salary cap on that one. Uh, could you see him signing with either of these teams? Absolutely. Which can. one? Because I see him. Let me let me do a first. I think uh, I say Clippers. No way he's with the Lakers. No fucking way. I think he's gonna be LeBron in L.A. No fucking way. Uh, LeBron in L.A. Man, and then this is and they, this is just my thoughts here. This is just my thoughts. I've been reading, and we if you've been watching or listening to this show, I've been saying it. LeBron is the Godfather. It's been the dawn. This year was an embarrassment. It was a debacle. He has something to prove. And not only is he going to prove, but he's going to prove with, uh, with, with a mighty 
King Raw. You know, like Mufasa and Lion King. You know, when you see the the, the 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 lion, the king of the jungle, when he does his little, Arr! and then you see all the hyenas, all the jungle animals, just like, oh, shit. All right, all right, he's the fucking king. I see him. I caught him slipping. But you know what? LeBron's going to get Kawhi, and you're going to have the ultimate team, Kawhi, AD, LeBron. LeBron playing the point, and the Lakers and Showtime are going to dominate, and the NBA is going to get exactly what they want, baby. East versus West, baby. Big E versus freaking uh, um, um, whoever, Tupac. Tupac, baby. And, you know, Hove, baby. Hove versus Kendrick Lamar, baby. We're going to talk about East Coast versus West Coast. Y'all Lions, this is what the NBA want, baby. That's what we want. We know what, Drake, Drake, we, don't, we know where your Lions is. You ain't going to be any of this. It's going to be the East versus West. Brooklyn versus Lakers. Yeah, New York versus L.A. is what they want, obviously, even if it's Brooklyn and not the Knicks, who I can't wait to talk about in just a second. But I don't see him going to the Lakers. That's not. I don't see Kawhi being a Showtime guy. I don't see him being uh, part of that team there. I could see him going to the Clippers and uh, and finding another guy and, and working there. You talk who about his left man. Uh, Pat Bev is still out there. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean Kawhi could win with anyone, right? We've seen that, right? Danny Green's waiting to see where Kawhi's going to go and knock on the door after that. Hi, can I take a contract? I'd like to play with him again. That worked out well. Uh, I think he's more. I don't think he's the kind of guy that is going to play with LeBron. And I think that he wants to prove that he's better. I think that Kawhi is a guy. He's like, all right, I beat the Warriors. Now I have to beat LeBron. Those are the two guys. In he already line. beat LeBron though. Yeah, but he's never gone through him to get to the title. Oh, he did. Yeah, he beat him. That's true. With the years ago, with that. So he's, he, you know, I think he just wants to be the guy. And I don't think, I don't think Kawhi Leonard being the second or third guy. I mean, he might be the best player, but the second or third guy on the Lakers. Because let's be honest, that's LeBron's team. If he wants to be the guy, why don't he stay in Toronto? Again, it, that's the question. <laughs> Doesn't want? To, does he want to stay in Toronto? He could be the guy in L.A. though on the Clippers who have money and haven't done anything yet. So that is another question, what's going to happen with L.A. Speaking of haven't done anything, I, I can't wait to talk about this because the Knicks got totally dicked again, uh, Guru. They got nothing so far, nothing uh, here. There was talk of KD going to the Knicks. There was talk of Kyrie going to the Knicks. We thought they were going to get a great draft pick. They might get Zion. <laughs> Everything seemed to be talking Knicks, 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 Knicks. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Knicks got completely fucking hosed today in free agency, Guru. Uh, no one's going to the Knicks. I love it. What's what's the deal? Well, you know, the Knickerbuckers, exactly, exactly, exactly what the Knicks deserve. They got exactly what they deserve. Absolutely nothing. A big, fat donut zero. Nothing. This is all James Dolan as far as I'm concerned. I mean, uh, as uh, they, they can't get the players to go there because they have the worst owner in sports not named Dan Snyder. Uh, uh, James Dolan, Jimmy Dolan, throwing out reporters, being a big old dick, uh, throwing out their own players. This is the worst ownership making the worst decisions. I wouldn't play it for the Knicks. I love that they're signing across the river in Brooklyn because they want to be in New York. That's 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 the allure of the Knicks. You get to play in New York. Brooklyn is also in New York, and uh, it's just a, a quick Uber ride away from wherever you're gonna be uh, to get over to Brooklyn. Uh, I love this, but apparently, 
apparently the Knicks did not want to offer Kevin Durant the max contract. They said they were out on it because of the ankle injury. So this is, once again, them just being idiots. They were doing their due diligence, Lestro. <laughs> straight due diligence. What's wrong with the organization doing their due diligence, man? <laughs> not, nothing, I suppose. Their due diligence is costing them titles. Uh, I love it. Uh, why would anybody play for the Knicks? Uh, can you see anybody ever going MSG, there? MSG, man. Yeah, but I Madison oh, Square Garden. That is the Garden. I'll tell you what: losing in New York is still losing. That is uh, that is the God's honest truth. <laughs> is losing in New York is still losing. All right. Hey, you know what? Giannis is going to be coming to New York in a little bit, so don't worry about that. Oh, you think that too? That's don't the next worry rumor. About that. That's the next one we're working that's on. That's the next move right there. Box, by the way, keeping on. Uh, Chris Middleton, uh, uh, hanging on to Middleton out there. Brogdon, meanwhile, signs in Indiana for four years, mm-hmm. staying in the middle of the country, the East Wild and Wooly and anybody's division. Uh, uh, let's go Sixers. Uh, one more on here on the on the West Coast is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they uh, apparently re-signed Clay. They're offering him the big money. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's a smart move here. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting D'Angelo Russell, uh, Steph Curry, they're still not missing a year. Not missing. The champ is not They're not going without a fight. I'm telling you, there's no gap here for the champ. I think this is ideal fit. A fit. I think this is a beautiful situation because now you have another ball handler which is going to help Steph Curry because what makes Steph really great is he could score many, he has many facets of scoring on the ball and off the ball. So now there's going to be a situation where it's going to be hard because a lot of teams could pressure um, Steph because he's dribbling the ball towards the end of the games in the series, so he's more fatigued. They could grind him out. Now you have a bigger guy like uh, uh, D-Lo now coming in, D'Angelo Russell coming in, so he could have the ball in his hand while Steph Curry played a little Reggie Miller type of mode coming through screens and getting him popped. So I think this offense is a little bit, it's going to be more explosive and it's going to be, they're going to be more in a situation where they're going to be more space and D. Russell is also a, above average three-point shooter. So overall, man, I think it's a great pickup. A really, really, I'm talking about a really, really, really upgrade pickup for the Golden State Warriors. And I could see them still going to the conference finals against LeBron James and company. But just like in other times, they just won't have enough. That's a, I... I think that's a great pickup for them, too. I like the way they're moving. The problem with it, of course, is that in order to clear the space, they got to get rid of a longtime uh, warrior and uh, seems to be stalwart of this team and NBA uh, Finals MVP, Andre Iguodala, uh, finds his way out of uh, out of the Bay Area and into Memphis. Looks like he's headed to the Grizz. Uh, put it like this. That's the last time we're ever going to see him in the Finals again. That might be he the case there, man. Memphis. That's the last time. We're, that is the last time we're going to see him in the Finals. Putting together a good team, but he's uh, he's older before they're going to get out of there. So, Guru, what are you looking at in the West here? Uh, uh, we we still, again, have the Kawhi piece to fall. We don't know what the Clippers are doing. We don't know what's going to happen with the Lakers. Your early thoughts, though, on this night, who won it in the West? Who who made the best moves? Uh, uh, who made the best to position themselves to win the championship? Uh, in the West? In the West. Um, it, it's, it's 1A, 1B. I think the, the Lakers, obviously, we're not counting 80, but I think that is still a big-time trade. Trade. We that gotta count. We it, gotta count. Yeah. AD. What team has set up themselves to this point, including draft yep, and everything? Exactly. AD with the Lakers, and I'm also with the what the move with the Warriors just did with the De, um, D'Angelo Russell. I think that is a skim fit. 
you know, it's one of those Bill Belichick type moves. You got a guy that just fit what your program is, what your organization is, and he just fit right there. I think it's going to be an easy, seamless transition as far as what D'Angelo Russell will be able to do in Golden State. So I think in the West, those two are definitely gone. They, they definitely stay put. Um, and obviously, we forgot to mention, you know, Portland, Dame got more. Oh, Dame money. got his money, too. Yeah, man, Dame got some money. So, good point. So everybody's happy. They got Dame a got a lot of money. Uh, Jesus. Dame, Dame, it ain't Dame Dollar no more, I tell you that. No, man. They Dame, gave Dame Benjamins, baby. They gave Dame a mountain in Portland, man. They were like, you want that one? Because we can just, t- just take it. It's all yours now, man. They named Streets after him up there. Good God. Uh, in out there in Portland, they get uh, they get Jokic back too. They're also a threat. You got to mm-hmm. consider them a real threat mm-hmm. in the West too. I thought they might make a big move. I thought they might make one of them big splashy moves. They they didn't yet. This uh, the money to Dame is 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 money well spent though. Absolutely uh, uh, for the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking through here to see who we still got out there hanging out right now. Looks like the big names unsigned are Kawhi Leonard, uh, Demarcus Cousins, Danny Green, who we think is probably just going to follow Kawhi, uh, Patrick Beverly, who I think is the most interesting choice out there, and uh, and Marcus. Morris all unsigned. I think Pat Bev uh, I, I think you put Pat Bev and Kawhi Leonard on a team in, in uh, the LA Clippers and that's uh, got some dogs. In. that's something I want to watch there. Alright, so uh, uh, final thoughts on the East uh, as, as this comes to a close here. Who wins, who loses? Nets. Obviously nothing but the Nets. The Nets won the East. Easily. But they're not going to win this year. Who wins this year? Oh, he's, I, he's talking about the trades. Yeah, they won the offseason right now. But right. as far as winning the East, I'm still going with Philly. I'm Philly. repeating myself. I know because I think this should be the year. I just like hearing you say it. Yeah, this is this is Philly. Like I gotta get it right one of this time, right? Yeah, one of these times you gotta get it. Uh, all right, so uh, final thoughts on on free agency. Uh, damn you, Adam Silver, for for getting us in and doing this and keeping us locked in all weekend. Uh, Appreciate it, Adam. Until next time. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's do a quick uh, quick plug take, and then we'll come in for the two minute drill and uh, and call it a quick one, Guru. Yes, sir. Trash Talk Radio and TrashTalkRadio.com brought to you by WorldOfSportsNetwork.com. World of Sports Network, connecting the world through the sports we love. Head on over to the YouTube and, uh, and search for World of Sports Network. Give us a subcri- subscribe to uh, get all the great content from Trash Talk Radio, the on-court off-court, uh, to the barbershop guys, to everything else we've got uh, going on down there. You can find Trash Talk Radio anywhere you can find your podcast. At Apple, you can find us on Google, you can find us on Spotify. Do us a favor, leave us a review. Uh, give, us, uh, give us a review, give us a comment, uh, let us know how we're doing. If you're looking for the guru, he's out there every day on the newly redesigned and looking good Guru's Film Room on Instagram. Guru's Film Room, it's just his thoughts. It's just his thoughts. One more time for the people in the cheap seats, TrashTalkRadio.com. And Guru, tell them what that hashtag is. And that's 10K for TTR. No joke, man. That uh, that new uh, Guru's Film Room, that's slick with the black and white there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, man. Looking good. <laughs> Okay, Guru, so it is, uh, we're going to do a quick show here, get out of here in uh, like a half hour, 20 minute sort of show, but that doesn't mean we, uh, we're we not going to do uh, talk about other things. You want to do a little two minute drill? Let's do this. All right, here we go. How we play the two minute drill here on Trash Talk Radio is this is our chance to talk about all the stuff we didn't talk about on the show. I put two minutes on the clock. I start lobbing questions at the Guru. Here we go. Question number one, uh, uh, Guru, staying in basketball. The NBA had their award show last week uh, at, out there, and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo won the MVP. Luka uh, Doncic won. It was a big international. Rudy Gobert won. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, my question for you is: on this, is did you like this show? Did you watch it? And and do you like it as a show, or did you like the way they used to do it? 
Oh man, unfortunately the guru didn't watch the, the award show. I'm not a big award show type of guy, no, man. Me That's all. That it's not it's just my thing. It's not a big award show type of guy. I'm not either. I used to like it when they do it during the finals here. It felt like such a disconnect, you know? You know I, like I, I like when they just put in the bottom line. When they just say they right there, boom, the winner is boom, and then we move on. Yeah, and I like that coming. Put it on Twitter, dog. Close, these are season awards, you know what I mean? You give the uh, you give the the, uh, the the executive of the year to the guy from the box, John Hurst of the box, when obviously it's, it's Masai Ujiri is the real MVP. How do you not give it to We saw... Kawhi Leonard is the most valuable player. I like do it earlier. Let's let's leave it as a completely different season. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, the women's national team, U.S. women's national team, uh, beats France two to one in a major matchup. Uh, Megan Rapinoe scores four straight goals for the uh, for the women going forward. They are taking on England in the semifinal on Tuesday. Guru, your thoughts? Yes, the U.S. women national team is going to go to whoop some English ass, man. It's going to be a big time. Uh, what it came football is going to be a beat down, drag out. I see a 3 nil U.S. You think uh, it's all Rapino again, or are we going to let somebody else score? Nah, Rapino got to keep ripping it. I think she's doing great out there. I love it. Uh, the other side is Netherlands, Sweden, who uh, who snapped a 24-year losing streak uh, against Germany to get here this far. Who's going to win the World Cup? The- the, that, the Dutch, but the U.S. women national team going to win the World Cup, man. They're going to beat the Dutch is what you think? Yes, they're going to play the Dutch, and they're going to beat the Dutch. You know, as a writer, Sweden's got the story right now. That's the underdog. 24 years in Germany, you got to go with that. All right, uh, California is passing an NCAA bill. We hear the horn. I'm going care. California is passing a double eight NCAA bill to let athletes get paid. Not to pay them, but to let them get paid. Uh, your thoughts on this? Get that check, baby, because the universities, hey, I know one thing. They're not putting no deficit, baby. They're getting that check. Yeah, I'm a, I think this is the way to handle it. I love this. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, I don't necessarily want the universities to pay the athletes, but you know what? If they can make money doing endorsements on their face, on uh, video games, anything like that, let them make their own goddamn money. Uh, they're still If they're not getting paid for the sport, they're still amateur athletes. It doesn't matter. They're professional models. They're mm-hmm. amateur athletes. That's how it works. Hey, uh, football, Cam Newton offered $1,500 to, for a seat across country. He got turned down on it. Would you have taken the money from Cam I Newton? I saw that clip, man. I saw it. Come on, Clint. You got to get at least five stacks, man. Right? What are you doing? 1500 Come on, man. The, ticket, the ticket's only worth uh, 1500 <laughs> more know. from where you were sitting back there. It's an uncomfortable ride, not only for Cam, but the guy next to him for the rest of that flight. For the, talking about it. Hey, the uh, the NBA is talking about having midseason and play-in tournaments as a way. What are your thoughts on this, like soccer guys? Man, Adam Silver, you better keep sticking to the offseason. This is your best season, man. You messing up all this tournament stuff. No, man. This ain't football. This is basketball. Right, basketball used to be so great if they didn't play the games. That uh, gets in the way of everything here because uh, you got to play the games. All right, final question here, Guru. The uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, my team, uh, kick-started uh, their season again after winning seven and losing seven in a row by bringing in some bamboo, some lucky bamboo from Chinatown into the locker room and, uh, and immediately beat the Mets three games in a row. Now, it could be the Mets. It could be the bamboo. We don't know. Guru, do you have a good luck charm that you uh, take with you and carry around to, uh, to, to bring you luck and help you win the games? Nah, man, I ain't got no good luck chance. The guru don't do no good luck chance, but I think I seen that bamboo thing, man. Wasn't that on major leagues? Wasn't that on major leagues, man? Ain't that some chicken head or some 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 juice running around, man, in the in the in the dugout? 
Baseball players always got some funny shit going on in the dugout, man. You know what? You're you're, you're close. It wasn't it wasn't bamboo. It was Joe Boo. Joe Boo <laughs> drinking the rum in Major League, and I would rather see that than the bamboo anyway. All right, and with that, we are out of time this week on Trash Talk Radio. Quick one for the NBA draft. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. But the best place to find us is on TrashTalkRadio.com. Guru's over there on Instagram uh, at Guru's Film Room. Until next time, my name is Lestro. And it's a G to the U to the R to the U. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Exactly, exactly, exactly what the Knicks deserve. A big, fat donut zero.